Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Ophelia, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, the two of you have been traveling for some time. And I don't even necessarily mean since your journey started. Uh, since you left the remnants of the town of Squallfire behind you, uh, quite a few days have passed. Uh, probably about three or four days. You guys have been traveling north, going through the forested area, uh, every so often, you maybe fought little tiny bands of goblins or, you know, woodland creatures that, you know, wolves that might have wanted to attack you. But it was all beneath you, honestly. Uh, you guys, you know, are, are powerful enough that such paltry challenges aren't even really worth your time. Uh, and sure enough, Jean-Claude, you've yet to have a nightmare since. Your dream has been peaceful. I... Uh, Though you don't necessarily remember all of your dreams, uh, you certainly do not remember nightmares. You don't wake up in the middle of the night or anything. And the scars that were kind of carved into your hand in your dream state have pretty much healed up. And they're no longer there. It's uh, about time. Uh, this is the best sleep I've had uh, almost since, pretty much since we started. Because, uh, you know, Lysander snores and... You're a little gassy in the middle of the night, Ophelia, and uh, well, that's just you rude. Know, and then the dreams with the with the nightmares. I'm pretty sure the gassiness was worse than the nightmares, but still, the nightmares were there and they were pretty terrible. And uh, now they're gone, and uh, you uh, have changed your diet, which is great because you know you don't smell like a toilet. And uh, I'm sleeping well. I appreciate the sleeping well. I don't even dignify it with a response. I just grab my bag and I, I pick up my pace a little bit to try to walk ahead of him. And so you guys have found your way out of these forests. Rayburn Falls is still a little bit of a, a distance away. Uh, you guys have uh, come out of the forest and normally you would have probably set up camp uh, a little later in the, the day, but you're kind of excited to just be out of the forest. And so you find a nice clearing uh, as the, the tree line kind of like thins out and you set up camp and you guys have, you know, uh, a quiet evening. And it's much like before, though there's less wild animals roll, uh, running around. The sun is setting. You guys are eating your rations, you know, the little bits that you uh, guys have found from the forest. 
and uh, you know, it's fairly peaceful. It seems like the last leg of your journey is going to be kind of a simple one. Uh, how far away were we from uh, Raven Falls at this point? At this point, you guys have maybe a few more days of travel. Okay. So, uh, what, uh, I mean, we're almost there. Uh, what, uh, when we get there, uh, obviously I have never been to the city. I have no idea what it looks like. Uh, I hear it's very large. Where, what do we do when we get there? What do you want to, do you want to go track down that, uh, that, uh, that inn where, uh, your sister may be staying? Yeah, that would be great if we could find it. Or we still do have, and I, I kind of look at the case. I'm like, we still have this to deliver too. We do, but, but uh, you know what? Maybe uh, the people we meet at uh, wherever your sister is staying, maybe they, maybe they know where uh, this uh, Juliana Blake collar is. Save us some time searching the city. Well, that would be nice. Yeah, I would. I would love to see my sister. So maybe let's. Yeah, do you, would it be all right if we went there first? That's fine with me. You know, I'm okay with that. I'm like trying to hold back my excitement. <laughs> so as you guys finish eating and chat and, you know, take time to yourselves or whatever, uh, evening starts to set in and uh, the, the night sky kind of illuminates above you. And uh, who wants to take first watch? Uh, I guess I'll take first watch. Uh, because... <clears throat> I guess I'll take first watch because... Um... <laughs> You know, uh, you trance and I don't. So there we go. Cool, cool. Okay, I'll take, have a good night. Yes, you too. Uh, enjoy your trancing. Ophelia goes to trance. And uh, Jean-Claude, you're left alone as she's just sort of sitting off to the side in a tent. But, you know, is basically kind of, you know, not fully conscious. And uh, make a perception check for me. Ooh, natural 20. Wow, hot damn. Uh, with a natural 20, you do kind of feel like you're being watched. You kind of look to the forest that's not, you know, too far behind you. Uh, you don't see anything with a natural 20. Uh, you look around in the plains, and for some reason... With the natural 20, you get kind of a, a, a gross feeling comes over you, and you look up to the sky, and you can't tell if that's where you're being watched from, but something about the, the night sky just kind of fills you with a little bit of dread, and you're not entirely sure why. Maybe some remnant from the nightmares you were having before. Uh, your last few nights of sleep have been rather nice, better than they had been for sure, but... Yeah, something about the night sky just makes you feel a little uneasy. Well, that's uh, pretty creepy. Uh, the sky is watching me, maybe? I don't know. Hard to say. It's very strange. I mean, it's not so strange as stabbing myself with a rock, but uh, it's still pretty strange. That Yes, that that is true. It is not as strange as you stabbing yourself with a sharp stone. Yeah. Okay, uh, do I uh, see anything else? No, with a natural 20, it's silent. It's quiet. Uh, the Maybe every so often you hear insects coming from the woods, maybe frogs, sure. but not loud enough, not close enough to, to be much of a bother. Uh, 
it's uh as far as that goes there's not even really bugs around you guys you don't feel mosquitoes or flies or anything buzzing around it's just a really still night okay i guess i'll wait for ophelia to wake up sure ophelia i uh, go ahead and make me an intelligence check Okay. That is an 11. With an 11, you pop out of your trance. You sort of feel like maybe you had had, like, had a vision or some kind of dream. Though, you know, in your trances, you don't really dream. Which is kind of odd. Uh, it makes you feel a little uneasy, but regardless, you're fully rested. You're feeling a lot better, and you come out, and Jean-Claude seems pretty tired. Doing all right there? Uh, just a weird feeling. Uh, it's like the sky is watching us, but, uh, you know, it's the sky. It's kind of doesn't have eyeballs. So um, maybe... Uh, I mean, it does kind of watch over us. Well, so it's more of a loom. It looms over us. It's the sky. It's kind of a thing. It's all over the place. Um, I think maybe I'm going to go to sleep, and... Uh, and you just keep an eye on things. It just—it's a weird. It's been a weird night. You got it. I'll keep my eyes out. Okay. I'll, I'll watch out for any nasty sky. Yeah, you do that. You yell at that sky. You say, "Sky, you get away from me." That's what I need you to do. <laughs> Heading to bed. I kind of give a little salute. <laughs> All right. Yes, I'm going to bed. <laughs> awesome. You crawl into the uh, tent, into a bedroll, and uh, head to bed. Ophelia, go ahead and make me a perception check. Uh, 14. 14? You don't know what Jean-Claude was talking about. You don't feel like anything's watching you. You look up at the night sky. Stars are pretty. Yeah, you don't really... Nothing seems dreadful about the, the night. Uh, it is a fairly quiet and still night. There's not much of wind. But uh, as far as that goes, yeah... Nothing bothers you. Nothing comes out. No, uh, he must have just been seeing things, thinking things. I don't know. He's he's an odd one, that's for sure. That is so true. Uh, so, time passes. Uh, the sun starts rising, and Jean-Claude wakes up. And, Jean-Claude, you didn't have any nightmares once again. Hey, how about that? Uh, I feel good. It's only me and my health now, which is nice. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, bunking in there is not good for my health. Um, Ophelia, how was the night? Well, the sky didn't do anything funny, even though I was watching it pretty closely. Uh, I appreciate your dedication. Uh, yeah, okay, well, I guess uh, I was imagining things. You have been hit in the head a lot. I get hit in the head quite a bit. It's, it's kind of a thing. That is true. At least it worked out for you last time. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it worked out great. <laughs> so you I, don't still have a, I don't still have a glowing scar, do I? What's that? I don't still have a glowing scar, do I? No, you do have a slight scar on your forehead, like a little yeah. uh, mark. But uh, uh, as far as that goes, it does not glow. Oh, okay. That's a little disappointing, but okay. <laughs> so you guys pack up your stuff. Uh, you guys eat, and then you guys start hitting the road. Let's go. So, you guys start heading north. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, go ahead and uh, let me know what kind of rolls you want to make. 
You guys are traveling, so you guys can roll uh, survival to find your way, survival through food and water, perception to keep watch, stealth to cover your tracks. As far as that goes, though, you get one roll per traveling day. Um, I mean, one of us should probably do survival to find our way. Yeah, I can take that one. Okay, and then one, should we do, like, perception to see what's out there? Keep an eye, yeah, yeah, keep an eye out as we go. All right, I'll do perception. Um, that is a 13 for survival. You're heading north, and, and there's a uh, trail. So as far as that goes, uh, Ophelia, you're, 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 you you're think you're finding your way pretty easily. 11 for perception. 11. Uh, with perception, uh, you don't see anybody stalking you. Nobody's chasing you. Uh, every so often, you guys will get to a hill and look back and make sure. And yeah, nobody's following behind you. Uh you don't see armies of dragonborn. You don't see hordes of orcs. Nothing perturbs you really from you know what you see behind you. Uh, but uh, the one thing I, I can let you know is as you guys are heading north, you're starting to come into the kind of the farmlands that surround uh, Rayburn Falls. So Rayburn Falls is a huge metropolis. It's one of the largest cities on the continent, and so. You know, it certainly takes a lot of food to be able to feed a, this giant city of people. So even as far out as days and days of travel from the city, you guys see the occasional farm dotting the uh, the land. Uh, so as far as that goes, you can certainly talk to farmers if you want. Uh, it's up to you guys if you want to take a detour. But uh, yeah, like there's, you know, uh, uh, looks like a, uh, uh, like a cattle farm nearby you guys, you know, as you guys are kind of finishing up your day. You want to see if they uh, know any good places to, to camp out? Well, I mean, how far away are we? Maybe a day out? Yeah, you guys are probably a, a, a day, day and a half, maybe two days out tops. Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, how, how far away out of the, how far out of the way would it be for us to talk to? Oh, not the farmer. Yeah, not super uh, uh, far out of the way. Uh, as far as that goes, you know, it would probably take you maybe like a half hour to get to the farm from where you're at right now on the road. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's, let's go chat with the farmer. Let's see what he's got to say. Okay. Sure. So you guys, uh, uh, you know, take your time. You walk off, you know, a, a, a trail and it takes you a little bit, but you arrive at a, a pretty quaint looking farmhouse. Okay, do we see anybody kind of milling about? Uh, yeah, let's see here. Who do you see? Uh, looks like it is uh, uh, some humans. Uh, as far as that goes, there's a, a large uh, barn that has a bunch of cows. It looks like, you know, they're kind of in their own little, uh, you know, mini pens, probably so that they could, uh, you know, sit tight and be milked easier in the uh, the mornings or whatever. Uh, it looks like uh, uh, there's a few humans around. Uh, the uh, one of the humans uh, looks like a uh, 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 middle-aged man, uh, kind of a, a short beard, uh, graying. Uh, he's wearing like a, a, a real simple tunic and you know slacks, nothing very fancy. Uh, he sees you two walking up. He goes, "Hey, uh, travelers!" Yes, we're, uh, my name's Ophelia. Nice to meet you. Oh, Hello, my. F oh, go on. Hello, my friend. I am uh, JCPP. Perhaps uh, you hear of me. 
Ah, I'm afraid I don't know no JCPP. Uh, uh, Jean Claude Pierre Paul. Jean no? Claude Pierre Paul. Uh, I, I'm afraid we don't really get out too often in uh, our parts. Uh, but okay, fair Ophelia, enough. Ophelia, Jean Claude, it's a uh, uh, pleasure to have you. Uh, travelers, I take it. Yes, we're on our way to Rayburn Falls. Well, you're not too far off. Another day and a half travel, I'd say, from here. Do you happen to know if there are any good places to camp out or or any uh, better paths to take to the city? Uh, Make a persuasion check. Ophelia. Uh, That is a 17. Says, well, uh, I mean, you're certainly welcome to, to... bunk here at the the farm uh we have a guest room you two could stay at it's just one room but uh you don't mind uh sharing sleeping quarters it's all yours oh that'd be great if we wouldn't be imposing well i mean uh not that we would be imposing but uh what time of day is it right now oh uh right now it is uh uh evening oh it is evening right now yeah yeah you guys were getting ready to end your day got it Okay, yeah. Okay, well, in that case, uh, yeah, maybe we take you up on that offer. Well, absolutely. Come on in. Uh, if there's anything I can help you out with when it comes to uh, the area, I'd be more than uh, willing. Just come uh, on in. Have you heard of, uh, have, is there anything been going on uh, in the city that we should know about? Uh, we have never been there before, so. Is this, well, uh, I mean, I've heard some kind of, Strange rumors. Uh, come in, come in. I'll tell you about them. Okay. Uh, All right. And this man, this farmer, whose name is Wallen. Wallen <laughs> lets you in and uh, introduces you to like his wife, his kids. Uh, he has like a, a, a hired help that stay at like a side house. Uh, he brings you in. And they have pretty simple meals, like meat pies and stuff for dinner right now. Uh, nothing too fancy, but uh, they sit a meal in front of you that's warm and way better than rations. Uh, and Wallen... Uh, Thank you guys so much. He says, oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, you said you wanted to know about Rayburn Falls. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're headed to the city. Uh, you know, what should we look out for? We've never been there before. We don't want to... Uh... We don't want to alarm anybody, cause any trouble. We just kind of want to do our business and, and maybe move on. But uh, what's been going on there? Anything we should know about? Well, I uh, I should say you don't have to worry about uh, keeping much of a low profile. It's a large enough city that uh, I don't think anyone will pay you guys too much mind. Uh, but uh, as far as that goes, uh, well, I mean, they've been having a little bit of a weird issue I've heard. Uh, what kind of issue bad plumbing i mean what's going on well i mean it's a rumor i don't know if it's true or not but uh you know i uh uh, deliver milk every so often or maybe it's sometimes one of the boys but uh uh, well as of late i've made sure that it's me because i guess they have a monster on the loose a monster like uh what kind of monster I don't really know. I've heard some people have gone missing. Uh, they think that it's eating people. Oh, eh, not the worst we've been through lately, but uh, still pretty bad. Um, okay. Uh, is the, what's the city doing about this? I don't really know myself. Uh, I presume the city's 
guard is dealing with it. Uh, I, I don't really know. I don't have a lot of the details. I just caught rumors. Uh, but uh, I've heard that uh, uh, there is a group of people that have been kind of going around asking a lot of questions, uh, maybe investigators of some type. Uh, but aside from that, there was also a demon attack. What's up with the city? This city sounds crazy. Oh, you ain't wrong. Uh, the city's, I mean, Rayburn Falls is a big city. There's a lot going on, uh, you know, but, uh, as far as that goes, yeah, this is about the strangest stuff that I know of. And the monsters and the demons. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Has it always been like this? Well, I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but, uh, my, uh, grandpappy, uh, let me know that, uh, things started to get a little weird, uh, probably about... I don't know, 40, 50 years ago? Hmm. Weird 40 how or 50 exactly? years ago? Hold on, 40 or 50 years ago? Isn't that when the uh, the city we were just in uh, had all that trouble? Oh, that's right. Yes, it would have been. We, we, we just passed through uh, Squallfire, and, uh, and there's not much left of Squallfire, and uh, we hear uh, about 40 to 50 years ago uh, some something went down and Squallfire was destroyed. Oh, yeah. Uh, that That is indeed. The strange events uh, happened around 40, 50 years ago. So uh, that town Squallfire, uh, my grandpappy occasionally did business with them, uh, just got blighted right off the map. Goblin attack. Huh. Damnedest thing. Yeah, Very there wasn't strange. much left of it when we walked through there. No, no. There ain't nothing left these days. Nobody goes out there no more. No, there's a big Tyrannosaurus out there. I think they call it a uh, Tyrannosaurus. The devil, uh, the devil sore. Oh, devil sore. That's right. A devil sore. I don't know too much about that. I we've not gone through those forest trails since uh, that town vanished fifty, you know, fifty odd years ago. Uh, so the trails all started to dry up, and you know they don't get used no more. Uh, huh. But aside from that, no, a uh, uh, little. I would say uh, a little after that, uh, a whole mess of dragonborn came sweeping through the region and settled in uh, Rayburn Falls. Hmm. Dragonborn, uh, eh? Refugees or something, yeah. Hmm, interesting. We uh, we ran into a dragonborn on our way here. Uh, do, do we ever find out his last name? No. I don't, I don't remember. No. I think we did. Thucydides never dropped his last name, coincidentally. Yeah, we, we never did, yeah. Yeah, we ran into a dragonborn uh, by the name of uh, Thucydides on our way here. Dragonborn occasionally come out our way uh, looking for work. Uh, but aside from that, uh, no, I, I don't really know of any dragonborn myself. Hmm. Have you, uh, you ever heard of someone called uh, Juliana Blightcaller? I'm afraid not, friend. Uh, name don't ring a bell to me. Okay. Mm, oh, well, do you know where? Do you know where in Rayburn Falls we could find the Myrteal Alberge? Well, it sounds awful fancy. I guess I'd take a look in uh, the old town, old, old residential town. district. Old residential district, meaning there's a new residential district. Yeah, there is. It's a, a very big city. Uh, old residential district is uh, where a lot of the real big houses, uh, merchants live, uh, real fancy. Uh, the new residential district is uh, a little bit more. 
uh, poorer neighborhoods, I'd say. Okay. Is that where the demon attack occurred? Oh, you know, it might have been. Uh, I, I heard about the demon attack. Uh, uh, I think it was somewhere around that college. Yeah, that'd stand a reason. Oh, what college is that? Oh, the Rayburn Falls got the Magic Academy there. Magic Academy. Hey, uh, Ophelia, your sister, didn't she go to uh, Magic Academy? She did, but not around here. Oh, somewhere else. Yeah, far back, back home for us. Okay, hitting the head a lot. You know, I don't remember these things. <laughs> um, so the, the the monster attack and the demon attack are not the same thing. They're two different things. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they might be the same. Uh, but I heard uh, uh, that there's a monster skulking around eating people. Uh, but then you know, maybe uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, when I was dropping off a supply of milk, I uh, uh, one of my customers, he uh, his cousin, I guess, was killed in a demon summoning. Huh. Man, I don't know what we're walking into, Ophelia. It's uh, it sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, it sounds pretty dangerous there. Oh, yeah. that reminds me, we should uh, we need to find the the Payne family. We needed to to give them Arnold's message. We do um, indeed. Do you know where we could find the Payne family in Rayburn Falls? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, they own a lot of the uh, shipping coming in and out of the city. Uh, they're, you can't miss them once you're there. They have stores all over the place. Okay, that shouldn't be too hard then. Yeah, they got, uh, uh-huh. Maybe once we get to the uh, Martillo Bears, uh, they can tell us where, uh, where the Payne family uh, shops are. Oh, I'm sure they can direct you a lot easier uh, once you're in the city. But yeah, it's it's easy enough to find. There's a merchant district. You'll want to head there. Okay. Sounds like we have a, a busy uh, busy few days ahead of us. Just when we thought that this was uh, all all over. I know. We still got this case to deliver, too. The farmer doesn't ask any questions. Uh, you guys are travelers. You're walking around with a, a delivery of a crazy black, you know, carrying case. Uh, you know, he just knows better to, than to start poking his nose into Traveler's business. Uh, but otherwise, unless you guys have any other questions, Wallen will uh, uh, set you up for the night in the guest room, and you guys can go to bed. That'd be great. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so Wallen uh, shows you your room, uh, lets you know that if you guys got to leave, uh, you know, you're welcome to leave at any time. Uh, he's pretty lax. He's not worried about like, you know, locking doors and stuff like that. You know, he's, he's not too concerned. Uh, well, it lets you know that, uh, they wake up pretty dang early. Uh, so you might wake up when they're kind of walking around the house and stuff. But other than that, uh, he tells you good night. Great. Thank you, Wallen. Oh, very welcome. Take care. Uh, would you guys like to head to bed? Yeah. I think so. Absolutely. So you guys head to bed. Uh, you guys didn't want to like take turns, watch or anything like that, right? No, we should be good, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be up in four hours anyway. So uh, parked in a chair with her legs crossed is uh, Ophelia trancing. And hopping into the bed is Jean-Claude. And you guys uh, essentially get some rest. Uh, four hours later... Uh, Ophelia, make a perception check for me. That's a nine. 
it's pretty quiet. The Every so often you get a little on edge because you hear the house kind of creak. But it's an old farmhouse, and so you realize that it's not anyone walking around so much as it is just the house settling. Uh, a few hours pass, and uh, even a few hours before uh, Jean-Claude wakes up, you hear people waking up. Uh, it sounds like they're getting ready to work for the day. Uh, you hear uh, cooking coming from the kitchen, uh, and it sounds like they're kind of getting busy. Do I still have that uh, the history book? Oh, the one for uh, from the dragon uh, dragonborn people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do. Do I have Do I have time to t- try to skim that a little bit more? Sure, make a history check. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Uh, let's see. So we found out that it, uh, armor of endless night armor was forged by the dragon empire Arcosia. Maybe more about uh, Arcosia? Sure, absolutely. Um, I got a 15 on history. With a 15, you found that uh, the kingdom of Arcosia, or, the, or I should uh, specify the, uh, the capital city of Arcosia, uh, was a haven for dragons. Arcosia was once the capital of a uh, kingdom called uh, the Black Lily Kingdom, that had been locked in war with the White Rose Empire for ages. Uh, in fact, the reason why uh, uh, the sort of the Arcosia fell is because as they gained a lot of power, uh, they were the the sure winners in the uh, conflicts between these two empires until the White Rose Empire basically sold the souls of its people out and uh, made a pact with the devils of uh, the nine hells, turned the tide, and then both kingdoms were eventually destroyed in the war. Well, that's uh, certainly some good bedtime reading. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, The only other thing I can let you know is that uh, in more recent years, probably in the last 50 to 100 years, uh, Dragons and dragonborn, and even like kobolds and other scaled humanoids, have been trying to remake their kind of empire, and they've named it New Arcosia. But that's okay. about that's about all you find out uh, when uh, Jean Claude wakes up, and you guys find that there is a uh, a meal to go waiting for you, and uh, uh, the uh, the the wife and some of the daughters tell you guys to to you know take care of yourselves and if you ever need them they'll be there. Oh, thank you so much. No, we appreciate your hospitality. And then I give them forty gold. Ah, damn. Uh, yeah, they weren't doing it. We're rich. We got so much money. We're good. Yeah, no, they. Uh, that is a belligerent amount of money, by the way, to oh, a comic. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. They have their days made, and the wife, like, freaks out and goes to tell her husband. Are you guys going to slip out and get back out of there? Yeah, let's uh, yeah, we'll slip maybe out. leave while we can. Sure. So uh, while the wife is, is going to, to tell the husband about this incredible godsend, these strange travelers that paid 40 gold for a night's stay, uh, you guys slip out. You guys hit the road.
the uh, the weather is kind of dark. It's uh, a little gloomier. It's cloudy. Uh, and you guys start heading north. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, once again, give me your uh, survival checks to find your way. And then uh, what else do uh, you want to roll? You know, you have perception. <laughs> we got full belly, so I'm pretty sure that's probably pretty good. Yeah, let's go with uh, perception and then find our way. Which one All do you right. want? It doesn't matter to me. It's the same either way. All right, I'll take uh, I'll take find our way again. Okay. Uh, that is uh, sixteen for finding our way. Awesome. I got a very perceptive eight. <laughs> so once again, I uh, you don't really notice too much. Nobody's coming at you, anything of the sort. With a sixteen, I. Uh, Maybe about half the day, eh, maybe even just a quarter of the day, maybe, you know, into the uh, late morning passes. And uh, you arrive at a crossroads, and it takes you a little bit, and you think that you get it sorted out, and uh, you head in the most direct path north. Uh, And you guys head down a hill, and uh, you start to find that it's getting kind of foggy. It's a little, like, uh, uh, dark. It's like the, the air feels kind of humid. And you guys are walking along this uh, trail. Maybe a couple hours pass. And you start to find that you don't know if you took the right road, Ophelia. Uh, you're heading in the most direct path north, for sure. Uh, but the, uh, the kind of the plains and farmlands have kind of uh, uh, you know, kind of vanished. And you're now kind of heading down these slopes and uh, down hills. And you start to find that there's a lot of, like, stones that were piled up and are kind of in ruin. Uh, if you want, you can make a history check. Uh, 22. With a 22, it seems like this used to be an old fortress. Uh, that you're kind of passing through right now. It's it fallen into disrepair. It looks like it's been, you know, destroyed or gutted. You're not sure which. Uh, with a 22, you don't really know of any particular well-known forts outside of Rayburn Falls. Uh, but this shirt certainly seems to have been one. ACPP, I wonder what happened here. I don't know. I imagine uh, 40 or 50 years ago... Uh... Maybe some kind of battle took place here, too. Yeah, it seems like 40, 50 years ago, everything around here just fell apart. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't around then. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, continue heading along. And, you know, you sort of, like, wind through this, like, now twisting road. Uh, stones are kind of in the way. And as you kind of rise up out of... Uh, 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 this little, like, kind of, like, you know, uh, you know, kind of, not necessarily a crater in the ground necessarily, but, like, you know, lower lands. You start to kind of head back up and find that uh, for a brief moment, you route up, rise up this hill. Uh, and almost for a brief moment, you could see the city of Rayburn Falls in the distance kind of like shrouded by mist and then the mist gets a little too heavy and it's 
you can no longer see it. So you're on the right track. It's a very strange place. Why is it so foggy here? I don't know. It's weird that Wallen didn't mention anything about dense fog on the way. Well, I mean, we didn't ask him about it. Maybe this is normal. I guess it could be. I'm pretty sure I saw the city in the distance, though. Yeah, I saw it, too. Uh, it's there. We just got to get to it. Uh, do we know anything about why this fog would be here? Uh, make a nature check. Well, those are always good for me. <laughs> eleven. Thirteen! Hey, look at that. Not With an bad. eleven and a thirteen, weather sure is magical. Oh. You have no idea. Uh, oh, you, you presume that it's natural. I mean, it's kind of foggy and humid. Uh, or, I'm sorry, it is cloudy and humid, and there's fog. Uh, and you kind of went into, a, like, a lower land. Uh, you presume it's associated with that, but you're not entirely sure. Okay. Well, I guess maybe we just uh, keep pushing ahead and uh, get to where we need to get to. Yeah, I think we need to get out of this fog. Yeah. So you guys continue heading north, and the the winding trail kind of straightens back out, though there's still, you know, piles of stone every so often. And uh, both of you make perception checks. Nine. That what is, is a four- today? 14. With a 14, Jean-Claude, you stop and realize that uh, uh, both of you make perception checks, or I'm sorry, uh, those were your perception checks, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was thinking of two things at once. So, Ophelia, you can hear the sound of running water. Seems like there's a river nearby. But the fog is kind of dense and you're having a hard time seeing. Jean-Claude, you stop and realize that not only is the river ahead of you guys, uh, it looks like there's a bridge, but you think there's someone standing in the fog. About how far away do I see them? Pretty close, honestly, because of the fact that it's so foggy. Probably about 30 feet. Uh, Ophelia, there's somebody up ahead in the fog, about 30 feet away. Are you sure? Uh, uh, I can see. I mean, there's somebody, there's something there. It looks to be person shaped. Do I see it now? Uh, yeah. Now that he's pointed it out, you can see the, the kind of the vague outline of a person. And yeah, they're probably about 30 ish feet away. So they're pretty close. They like to see you. They can hear us. I would imagine. Yeah, you guys haven't been okay. whispering. And they're not uh, coming at us? No, they don't seem to be violent. At least not yet. Oh, <laughs> We're still a day that. outside the city, right? Yes. Well, I guess maybe we approach with caution and see... You know what? Why don't we ask who's there? You think we yeah, that's probably that? a good idea. Uh, hello, my friend. Uh, are you there? We, we, we're pretty sure we see you. Yes, indeed, you do. I've been waiting for you. Oh, yeah? Who are you? He steps out of the fog, and you see a dark elf. He's in a hood, uh, though unlike Pyralis, who, you know, had a hood up, and it was like shadowy blackness beneath that you couldn't see anything, uh, this dark elf is seemingly male. You think that he has short white hair. Uh, his red eyes, that's the standard for dark elves, the dark skin, the white hair, and the red or pinkish eyes. Uh, 
And he looks up at you, uh, pulls the hood back, uh, and you see that there's something white like sitting atop his head uh, that kind of blends in uh, because of his white hair. Uh, but it almost looks like maybe like a hat or something. Hard to tell. And he says, my name is Telomere. I believe you have a package for me. Telomere? Well, we're looking for uh, Juliana Blightcaller. Yes, the package was originally meant to be for Miss Blightcaller, but I'm afraid that it's not going to work out between her. I do have your reward. Um. Okay. I don't know. Uh, we were given instructions to give this to Juliana. Yeah, very specific instructions. How do we know uh, you're not full of shit? I can tell you all the details that you need to know. I made this deal with one Vix Warpwood. Oh, that was his name. Wait, was that yeah. his name? I get hit that in the head a lot. I don't remember. That was his no, name. That was yes. him. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, let me ask you a question then. Vix, he can uh, zip around. He teleports. Why couldn't he teleport to you? Why couldn't he teleport to me? Yeah. I, I mean, you wanted the case. He said he did and uh, couldn't get through. No, he couldn't bring the case. Yeah, he couldn't bring the case. The case wouldn't go with him. Yes, the case has been magically warded. Oh, yeah? Indeed. For security purposes, you see. Hmm. Security, huh? Indeed. There is only one key in the world which can open it. Let me guess, you have it. He pulls from underneath his uh, uh, cloak a chain that's wrapped around his neck, lifts it up, and you see that there is indeed a black, jet black key that is uh, uh, dangling from the uh, uh, chain. It looks pretty ornate. Jean-Claude, I think this might be his case. What should we do? Well, uh, can you give us a moment here we need to discuss? Is that okay? Uh, Make a persuasion check. That's a three. <laughs> he says, do be quick. I must have that package and be along my way. We'll be quick. Don't worry. Uh, this Telomere Venomstar guy, you ever hear of him? Uh, you only heard his first name, Telomere. Oh, this Telomere guy, you uh, you ever heard of him? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. History checks so with disadvantage. Okay. Ah, oh, that first roll was good. Uh... 13. 13? Named Telomere? Uh, you don't know enough from just the first name. Yeah, I had a T. I had a two. I'm pretty sure I forgot his first name already. <laughs> Tell <laughs> what? What did I just say? He had a name. I don't remember. Um, well, you know what? He has the key. I, it really seems like it's his. I wonder if he would come with us to the city so we, we could talk with Juliana and just get this all sorted out. Uh, or do we just give him the case and be done with it? He did say he had your reward. Seem... Well, I guess if he has our payment, then maybe there maybe there isn't any reason to hold him up. Well, listen, we came here to give somebody the case. We can't open it. It's been nothing but trouble for us. Uh, my guess is this is a bad guy, but uh, if he's that bad of a guy and he needs this case and he has a key to open it, obviously he can wrangle whatever's inside, which means he's powerful. And uh, more powerful than us. So 
Maybe we don't get our ass kicked and give them the case. <laughs> well, that's that. That is good thinking. And like I said, it does seem it does seem to be his. I just want to make sure that our our job is done. Well, if he's giving us a reward, and uh, then technically our job's done because we got paid. <laughs> that is, it's hard to argue with that logic. Yeah. All right, let's let's give him the case. Yeah. All right, and then uh, you know well, what? Man, and then we find then we find your sister. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Um, so, Telomere, are you sure that with Mister Warport isn't going to be upset that we gave this to you? I don't know entirely what he desires, but as far as that goes, all I know is that I paid for the job of having that case delivered to the city of Rayburn Falls under the assumption that one Juliana Blightcaller could use its contents. It turns out that she will be unable to use it, or unable to use it for my purposes, and so I've decided to take it back for myself. I have your payment, of course. All right. Give him the case. And I kind of, I kind of reluctantly hold out the case. He takes the case, and he reaches into his cloak, and he pulls out a series of solid gold statues of spiders. Oh, what are those? They're your payment. One thousand gold worth. One thousand? Indeed. Uh, if you guys recall, if you guys recall, your down payment was the 500 gold, uh, golden gem encrusted, uh, dagger. Uh, and if you remember the dagger seemed to be of dark elf origin, it had, uh, gem spiders on it and the, uh, blade was carved in the gold to have like a web like look to it. These spiders are more of the same. They have, like, gem eyes, so each of the eight eyes is, like, a different colored gem. And so, altogether, all of these spiders, each of them are worth, like, a hundred gold each, and you have ten of them, it's a thousand gold. Jean-Claude, we could split that and live off that for a long time. Yeah. Okay, well, stick them in the bag of holding. All right, yeah, I'm going to put them in the bag of holding. And you put it in the bag of holding, and Telomere Venom's... Uh, excuse me, Telomere, I uh, I uh, takes the case, holds on to it, and I uh, pulls out the key. I uh, what would you guys like to do? Um, do we think we should maybe we should leave before he opens the case? Do you want us around for this, Telomere, or should we be or should we be on our way? Telomere uh, looks up at you and then looks down at the case. And he once again drops the the uh, uh, the chain, so it goes back into his cloak. And he says, "Yes, there is the matter of what to do with you two. I mean, we can just leave. You do what you got to do, man. We're looking for somebody else anyway." So he kind of stops. Uh, make insight checks, the both of you. Uh, 23. Uh, that is a... 16. With 16, he gets a weird look on his face, but you have a hard time gauging what's going on in his head. Uh, with a 23, uh, Ophelia, 
you think that he's like listening to something. It's as if he's kind of nodding his head every so often, as if he's being whispered to, but you don't hear a voice. Maybe it's a voice in his head? It's hard to say. Oh, are we interrupting a conversation? I hate to interrupt, but we are on our way to the to the city, so if you don't mind. He looks up at the two of you, and he says, And you're heading to Rayburn Falls, no matter what. Uh, correct. Yeah, we're on our we're on our way to meet someone. And you wouldn't turn back. No, I don't have it. We don't have any reason to right now. Yes, I suppose you don't. Well, perhaps I should make one. He takes what's on the top of his head and holds it, bes- uh, like kind of bes- uh, beside him. And you see that it's a white mask with a weird, creepy smile on it. Almost looks kind of jester-like. Um, what is going on here? We're just trying to find her, find her sister. That's it. Yes, going to Rayburn Falls is a problem. Well, you should have said so. What's the what's the problem with us going to Rayburn Falls, man? He looks up, and he says, "No, you can't be trusted. I suppose it is a shame." I thank you for bringing this case to me. Uh, It seems like he's threatening you, but he's just holding a white mask and he's just, the other uh, hand is holding the case. You're not really sure what's going on. He seems to not really be keen on you guys going to Rayburn Falls. Is there something going on in Rayburn Falls? Yes, there is. There is another one who can hear the whispers of Illinok. Julian, who might? Juli- oh, I'm sorry, please. Juliana Blightcaller resisted the whispers, but there is another. He sets oh, yeah? the he sets the case on the ground, and he pulls out the key. You guys do anything in the meantime? Um, that's a great question. So he's blocking our path. We cannot get by him, correct? Yeah, kind of. He's standing, he's on the bridge, like in front of the bridge. Feasibly, you could maybe try to run by him. You're not sure. You want to make a break for it? I mean, I guess uh, we got to get to, wait, you know what? No, because we can't go all the way back to see Vic's Warpwood. And have him warp us to the city. That would be a long travel. That would be a long mm. trip. Um, and there are no other paths to uh, Rayburn Falls? About a half a day's travel back, there was that other path. Do you want to maybe try the other path to Rayburn Falls? That might be a good idea. Okay, because I got a feeling this guy's going to kick our ass. He puts the key into the case, clicks the lock magical runes kind of like appear around it and it is now unlocked maybe we should go are you guys just turning around and running or are you looking at what's inside the case uh, listen that, that whatever was inside the case was in my head we should probably get out of here ophelia 
Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, so we're going to turn around and we're going to get out of here. Sure. Uh, perception checks with disadvantage. Oh, great. Uh, 15. No. I went from a natural 20 to a 1. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Uh, we should have... We I went from 22 to 15. Leveled up before this episode, you stinky jerk. Ophelia, you see uh, what exactly, like, you don't see exactly what it is. He opens the case, uh, and uh, as far as that goes, uh, I'm sure you recall the case is the, uh, probably about three feet long. One foot wide and one foot deep. And you turn around and start bolting. I, uh, Jean-Claude, you trip. Of course I well, do. Well, the one, you fall back on your butt and uh, you see what's in the case. Great. Inside the case is a skull connected to a spinal cord. Awesome. Make a medicine check for me. Oh, all right. Let me do that. Let me switch die, though. Let's see if this one's a little better. Medicine. That would be an 11. With an 11, the flesh is ripped clean off it. Uh, it seems to be of human origin. Or, ooh, elf? Maybe half-elf. You think it's probably half-elf now that you're looking at it. Oh, that's creepy. Uh, I'm going to get up and uh, follow Ophelia. You stand up uh, and uh, Telomere says, Yes, it is a shame that I cannot wield the Galaxy Render Scepter. It only responds to those who hear the whispers of Illinok. And he looks at you and he says, Hmm. You've once heard the whispers, haven't you? No. Deception. Oh, natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gives you a weird look. He says, oh, very well. He says, regardless. And he puts this uh, galaxy render scepter which is a human spine and skull, which seemed to, where like, whereas a real spine and skull would be floppy and wobbly and stuff, this one seems to be upright. It's as if it's an actual, like, scepter. He puts it back in the case, shuts it, locks it, and turns around and goes to, well, grab, uh, grapple his uh, mask again. Uh, Jean-Claude, you go to start running behind Ophelia, correct? Yes. All you hear as you bolt into the direction of the uh, the stony fortress and pillars is uh, his voice muttering. He says, I take no great joy in this. Ophelia, you've gotten a, a bit ahead, but Jean-Claude is so fast that a moment later he catches up to you and he's now neck and neck with you. I saw the thing. It's creepy. It's a head and a neck, and it's called the Galaxy Render Scepter. And he said something about me whisp hearing whispers, and I told him no, and now we need to fucking move. 
Wow, it's a lot. Okay, let's go. You guys, as you guys are running, uh, go go ahead and both of you make wisdom saving throws for me. <sighs> er, yeah, wisdom saving throws, please. Uh, unnatural 20. Ooh, I got a, uh, what is that? 21. With a 20 and a 21, you guys are not frozen in fear as you guys hear this horrendous laughter coming from behind you. <laughs> and whatever it is, you hear loud footsteps, but they seem to be odd. Uh, make perception checks to both of you. Uh, 16. 15. With a 16 and a 15, it sounds like the strides of whatever this thing is, telomere, you guess, are incredibly large. It's probably with every step moving 20 feet, 10 to 20 feet. Like, it's, it sounds like it's catching up to you guys. Do you guys want to try running or do you want to hide? Let's try hiding. Yeah, let's hide. Stealth checks, the both of you. Please be good. Please be good. Please be. Yes. <laughs> Natural 20. I had a... We're stealth. Please be good. Uh, uh, 22. So with a natural 20 and a 22, you guys duck behind some stone uh, stones in the fog and cover your mouths and wait. And as you guys are sitting there, you see one long leg step down near the stone pillars beside you and another long leg step down by the other side and you hear a, a voice that doesn't sound like telomere anymore he goes oh i wonder where they're at and you guys feel like you're pretty safe with a natural 20 and a 22 And then a horrifying masked face from up above you slips down so that it's looking at you from upside down. And the voice goes, oh, I found you. And you see what looks to be this large, like, puppet humanoid. It's maybe Telomere, but it now looks so alien and disgustingly long and lanky. Telomere got a natural 20 as well, by the way. Uh, oh, what a, what a bastard. Right? What a bunch of bullshit. And you guys are staring at this horrible, horrible, disgusting marionette humanoid who's now laughing in your faces. Uh, Ophelia. Make an intelligence check. Uh, 17. You're not sure what to do, but you do have a necklace that could potentially help you. It is your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, I don't want to use that necklace. That's what I that's what I don't want. I mean, oh, I'm, you can't, you're not going to get forced into using it, but I need to know what's happening. All right, this thing was gaining on us pretty fast. The big um, smile, which almost looks like a frown as its head is upside down staring at you guys, 
Oh, I'm going to enjoy rending the flesh off your bones. <laughs> uh, if I if I back up thirty feet, does it get an attack of opportunity? Your back is to one of those stone pillars. Its face yeah. is in your way. I mean, you can maybe try to slip by it, but you're sure it would get an attack of opportunity. Ah. Uh, um. While Ophelia is thinking, Jean-Claude, what do you want to do? All right, so I am in the same position she is, correct? Yeah, you're both together uh, with your backs to these you know, uh, giant stones, uh, probably about like 15 feet wide. This uh, thing seems to be like 30 feet tall or something. It like, kind of leaned down and, you know, it's like right in your faces. All right, great. Um, well, with two of us, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot we can do. Um, I guess, I guess I'm going to get in a defensive position. That's about really all I can do at this point. I mean, I can't really move anywhere because if I move, it's going to attack me. So I guess I'll just get in a defensive position at the moment and hope I don't get killed. Defensive position. Ophelia, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to try to, can I use the light spell to like, try to like basically flash it so it can't see for a second? Like, is it, is the light bright enough for that? I mean, the light is fairly bright, uh, but it's not like the sunlight spell that can blind enemies. It's basically just light. Uh, so it could feasibly work how, depending on how sensitive it is to light. All right, I'm going to... That is a standard action, too, though. Mm. Now, it... if it works, would I be able to move without an attack of opportunity because it's surprised? Uh, it would. If it gained the blind status, it would just have a harder time hitting you, but it could still try to hit you. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go simple. Let's let's try to hit it with a guiding bolt and see what happens. Sure, it's in melee range. You have disadvantage. Let's hit it with a let's <laughs> burning burning hands. Is that ranged? Uh, that would be a saving throw, so it would not necessarily be a ranged spell attack. You could you could use that. All right, let's try hitting it with burning hands. Has to make a dexterity saving throw, which I'm assuming is not going to be a problem. It succeeds, yeah. What's your uh, spell save DC? Uh, 15. Yeah, it gets it. So it takes half as much damage. Uh, thir- so I rolled 13. Okay. Fire explodes out of your fingers and into the face of Telomere, this weird marionette version of him. And it doesn't seem like it affects him much. That's unfortunate. What's your AC there, uh, Ophelia? Uh, 17. 27. Uh, He, with one of his large hands, grapples you and lifts you up into the air. Uh, it's no longer adjacent to you, uh, Jean-Claude, as it kind of, like, lifts itself back up and is now holding Ophelia. 
you, oh, uh, Claude, you would get an attack of opportunity for that. All right, great. I guess I'm going to do something. Uh, I'm going to do. Oh boy. Uh, it's an opportunity attack, so it's just got to be one punch attack. One punch attack? Yep, that's an attack for opportunity. One, just one attack. One attack. Okay. Well, then I guess I'll do. Uh, f- Can I do a, like a fist of unbroken air attack? Nope. It's uh, just got to be regular physical attack for attack for opportunity. Unless you have All special right. abilities that uh, grant that. No, I guess I'll just, you know, punch him. By all means. That is a 19. Uh, that does hit him. Great. Great. 10 damage. You punch him as he's pulling away, and it hits him. It connects, uh, but he rises up into the air and just kind of stares at Ophelia and giggles. Uh, Ophelia, it's your turn. All right, what do I need to do to try to, like, wiggle away? Uh, you would have to do uh, uh, athletics or acrobatics. Okay. How far, how, how, how high up am I? About 20, 30 feet. So I'm taking some fall damage if oh, I get yeah, out. Oh, yeah, absolutely, you take fall damage. Would I then be able to move, to move away freely, though? Uh, you would drop to being adjacent to him. He would get an attack opportunity for leaving his space. Well, I probably need probably need to get out of where I am. Uh, what spells do I have that can help? None. They're worthless. If you want to make an insight check, uh, I can uh, maybe give you some information there, uh, Ophelia. Okay. What do we got? Uh, 17. Your spell... And Jean-Claude's fist and the tightness of this thing's grip. You think that if you try to fight this telomere guy, you'll likely die. Well, that's not great. Uh, Well, then I guess I'm going to try to wiggle uh, wiggle away from him. Uh, You said acrobatics? Or athletics, one or the other. Let's go with the acrobatics, because that's not a minus one. Hey, good good on you. Go for it. Uh, 19. You struggle, and you're locked in his grip. That's unfortunate. Um, That'd be your standard action. Jean-Claude, uh, Telomere has grappled... Uh, Ophelia, this weird, creepy marionette form. It looks as if it's Telomere, but his limbs have been lengthened, and they like kind of hang sort of almost like a puppet's wood. Uh, it's as if his body is a marionette. Uh, Jean-Claude, it is your turn. So, from where I'm at, is there anything I can do to loosen his grip? Maybe damage. I mean, but you struck the thing and it was yeah. pretty, pretty, not only pretty hard to hit, 
uh, you would pierce through its uh, defenses, but you think that it is fairly tough, and the damage you did didn't seem to perturb it much. Right. Okay. Uh, Ophelia, I know you're probably going to have to sell your soul to do this, but uh, you may want to get us out of here. <sighs> Seems like such a bad deal. Yeah, I know. I had a thing in my head for, you know, days and days and days. I, I understand. Trust me. I sympathize. But at the same time, I'd like to not die. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe do the thing where you get us out of here. And I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to get into a defensive... I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide in a place where he can't find me. Delp! That's <sighs> uh, a uh, 15. 15, okay. Uh, Telomere looks to you, Ophelia, and he says, You think you can get away from me? <laughs> uh, and he raises up his other clawed hand as he's holding you with the other. It's your turn. Uh, fine, if living is so important to you. you Jean-Claude. You yell into the fog. You don't see where Jean-Claude slipped off to. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, guess I'm going to take the stupid amulet. You want to and... activate it? No, but, uh, sure. I mean, living's important to you, right? I guess. All right, activate it. You activate it. A portal of darkness appears beside you, and Telomere seems almost surprised. His his confidence is, like, shattered for a brief moment. Uh, Ophelia. You find yourself with a, an arm reaching out, and with ease, Pyralis pulls you from the grip of uh, Telomere and into the dark portal. And as she does so, you can see that the hand she reaches out with to grab you is a skeletal bony hand. She says, you seem to want to see your sister, don't you? That and getting out of here. Of course, a deal is a deal, Ophelia. You can be taken to see your sister. We just need to make a brief pit stop to see an old friend first. Jean-Claude, you see the form of, uh, from your hiding spot underneath some rocks, you can see that Pyralis has reached out, like, almost like phased uh, uh, Ophelia out of the grip of uh, this monster telomere into this black portal, said those words, and the black portal starts to close. And as she does so, as she's taking Ophelia away, you hear a voice on the other side of the portal. Who the hell are you? Why are you here? Wait, don't I know you from somewhere? Laszlo, it's been a long time. I have a friend I'd like you to meet. And the portal closes up behind. And realization dawns on you, Jean-Claude. That 
pat that item that Ophelia had was to make a deal for her with Pyralis. Come out, come out, wherever you are. <laughs> And the creepy marionette form of Telomere starts skulking through the fog and looking for you. And that's where we're going to go ahead and end this episode of Noobs and Dragons. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.